Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Heath Calhoun. And I'm Aaron Rooney. And once again, this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. We happen to be in Moultrie, Georgia right now as we speak at a clinic with John Fox. And he is totally integrated with Sideline Scout, Poolside Live setup everywhere. And he's got the full Sideline Scout system. Um, He's got dry boards and trampolines and foam pits and then the outside facility with three meters, one meters, the full tower set up, and he's got poolside live set up every single location. And it is beautiful. It's totally integrated. It's easy to use. It's easy to watch. He's got these cool little cup holders nailed to the wall to hold all his Apple remotes. And it is a sight to see. If you ever get a chance to reach out to John Fox to come check out the facility, I highly recommend it. But One of the most impressive things is the sideline scout setup that he has at every location. It makes doing dry land work, um, board work, doing all kinds of stuff, just so easy to translate directly to the water. And um, every step of the way, the kids can see their feedback, see what they've been working on, and then apply it to the water. And there's uh, there's no surprise why his kids are among the best in the nation. Yeah, so um, as Aaron mentioned, we're down here, so we're kind of putting one together for you guys on the fly because we do travel home tomorrow. We do not get home until way late at night, Um, so we wanted to make sure we can bring you a podcast Monday morning or early afternoon. Um, So what we're going to do is we're going to run through the Division II National Championship meet, and we're going to kind of highlight the uh, the top eight finalists from all the boards, uh, maybe say a few things about some people in the events. And then um, we will kind of talk a little bit more about the pre-qualification meet that we briefly touched on with Maddie Brinkman. Um, so that way our listeners can understand what division two does a little bit better. And I think Aaron has a, a re- pretty reasonable solution with a pretty justifiable reason for it. So um, we're going to jump right in. I'll run through the men's one meter finals. So uh, you guys are going to hear you India a lot, which if you guys remember, we had Dave McCown on early on when we first started his kids did awesome and they started out on wednesday night on fire so in first place was kate hammond uh with a 220 or excuse me a 525.2 next was julio osuna kelly from uindy with a 520.55 and third place was jason lenzo from uindy with a 454.8 in fourth was isaiah cheeks from colorado mesa with a 440.25 in fifth was david Melina Fregnell. I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong from Lindenwood with a 427.1 in sixth. Noah Luna from Colorado Mesa with a 424.35 seventh Cyrus Irwin from Grand Valley state with a 423.35 and Jawan Blankenship from Delta state with a 422.9. Um, my takeaways from this were how awesome Dave's kids did. They were on fire. Uh, to go one, two, three. I don't know the last time that happened. I would probably have to look that one up. Um, but it was pretty, pretty impressive to see. Um, and Dave had his kids dialed in there on that first day. What do you think, Aaron? Yeah, uh, this was a, I, in my opinion, for Division Two, pretty typical men's contest. You got two or three standouts, which we did, and then a bunch of guys really fighting for kind of fourth through eighth. And the order of them, it was like as I was watching, as I was judging, it was like, wow, these guys are all very good. Um, but they're all kind of at the same level and they're all doing the, the same things or, or, or things differently, but scoring the same type of thing. And, you know, the difference between fifth and eighth was only five points. 
So that is pretty typical of a division two men's meet where, you know, you're, you're, you're either a top eight diver or you're a top five diver, or you're a champion type of diver. And you know uh, where you're at. At least I did when I, when I made finals, uh, I knew I was a, I was an eighth place kind of guy and I wasn't going to touch the top five. And I certainly wasn't going to touch uh, the number one spot by any means. So it was, it was cool to see it also really fun to watch. Um, obviously those indie guys crush it. So now we are actually going to jump to uh, men's three meter, I believe. Yep. So that's going to be next. Uh, we're going to cover the men's meets, then the women's meets. Uh, so on men's three meter, so this would have been Friday night, um, Isaiah Cheeks from Colorado Mesa for the 537.75. In second, Julio Kelly from U Indy, 526.15. Noah Luna from Colorado Mesa in third with a 507.55. Cade Hammond from U Indy with a score of 506.4. Charles Earl from Drury University with a 492.35. Jason Lenzo from U Indy with a 467.75. Zachary Shearing from Clarion University with a score of 466.2. And then Tanner Belliston from Colorado Mesa with a score of 454.10. Um my takeaway from this was Isaiah was just on fire. He, he dives with a lot of charisma. Um, Aaron and I talked about it real briefly that he kind of pulls the, the Martin Wolfram come outs uh, where he's kind of almost piking out of backs and gainers and he, he can hit them and he just puts some beautiful lineups on dives and some entries on dives. Um, and Julio for, for everybody out there that's listening, that thinks it's division one or bust. I'm just going to read you this young man's list. I know he got second, but I just want you all to hear it. His first dive was reverse two and a half with one and a half twist tuck. His next dive was reverse three and a half tuck. His next dive was inward two and a half pike. His next dive was front two and a half with two twists. Next dive back two and a half pike. And his last dive was front four and a half tuck. So for all those listeners out there, they're thinking it's division one or nothing. There are some kids in division two that are doing some pretty crazy things and not only doing them, but doing them at a high level. In our pre-qualification meet on Tuesday, Julio did front, th front four and a half for 83 points. So, um, you know, we're not talking about it's just show up and it is what it is here in Division Two. There's some really great divers that deserve a lot of respect. Um, and that's one of the big reasons we're doing this, this episode is just to really give them their shout out. So what did you think, Aaron? Well, first, I want to give a shout out to my co-host here, Mr. Heath <laughs> Calhoun. He has his first... National All-American Zach Shearing ended up seventh place from Clarion. So way to go, buddy. Thanks, big guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the one guy, honestly, on this list that probably impressed me the most was Noah Luna. Yeah. Noah was just very clean, very technical. He could see his come outs. He could line up an entry. It was, it was a beautiful sight to see. I actually thought he dove a little bit better in prelims than he dove in finals. But I was excited to watch him every time he was on the board. Um, Isaiah Cheeks is also one of those. You mentioned the word charisma. I think it's a perfect word uh, when, you, when you say Isaiah Cheeks in the same sentence. Uh, one of my favorite things I watched Isaiah do just before finals started, he has a get-in dive or a warm-up dive, and he does front one and a half half on three meter. And he, he goes up, he kicks at the water, 
and he's looking back at the board and he holds that kick out and he just rips it almost every time. It's a really cool dive to see. It's kind of a show dive, um, but, but he does it really well. It was fun to watch. So uh, I think on the men's side, just big shout out to Dave McCown. Um, you know, just so everybody knows, um, Isaiah Cheeks was named CSCA Division II Men's Diver of the Year. Uh, and Dave McCown was named the male diving coach of the year. And that's two times in a row for Dave McCown. So big, big shout out. Congratulations. Well-deserved from everybody on the men's side. So we're going to jump onto the women's side here. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, we're going to hit women's three meter first, which was Thursday. Uh, in first place, Madison Brinkman from St. Cloud State, 480.55. Camilla Her- Camilla. Pulsadado, Pulsadado from U Indy, 465.95. Kelsey uh, De Jesus from West Florida with a 463.6. Grayson Seagard from Grand Valley with a 450.25. Reagan Gubera from McKendry University with a 435.9. Michaela Starr from U Indy, 426.40. Daniela Reyes from West Florida with a 423.3. And Jolene Harris from Colorado Mesa with a 40595. Um, I think some of my takeaways here were Matt, like, we talked about it last week, so I don't want to kind of continue on with that. But Maddie was just the best three meter woman at the meet, to be quite honest. Um, and I think that was a little bit of an upset from maybe outsiders looking in because Grayson was the defending champion. Um, but the U Indy girls were very impressive. Uh, I think one of the most impressive things for me from this meet was uh, Kelsey's back two and a half. I don't think I saw her miss that dive all week. Um, that was a pretty, pretty hammer nail dive for her, um, which was really cool to see. And, uh, besides that, what do you think, Aaron? Yeah. Final thoughts here. Uh, I just, I, it can't go without being said, JoLynn Harris, JoLynn Harris on three meter. Uh, I, I feel like it was senior year last time diving. Let's go big. I could be wrong, but she changed her back to back two and a half pike. So that was, I believe that was her first dive in her list. And it was, it was crazy. It's a really big dive. She went in a little bit short, but then her very last dive, uh, she was doing front three and a half tuck. She changed that to Pike as well. And she warmed this one up maybe three times. And one of them was completely failed. So, you know, it's not like we had our eyes on it, but we were like, man, that didn't go so hot in warmups. So she comes up and does this front three and a half Pike in the meet. And she was straight up and down. Now, it, she didn't rip it by any means, but she was straight up and down. And it, it, you could just see the smile on her face when she got out of the pool. Like, yeah, I just did that. It was it was fun to watch. It was really cool. She kind of had a, a senior moment there where she just left it all in the pool, truly. And she was in eighth place coming in. She ended up finishing eighth. So just let it all loose. Let it fly. And hey, whatever happens, happens. And I love to see that. Agreed. So now we're going to jump to uh, women's one meter here. So uh, Grayson Seagard defending her one meter national championship from the year previous from Grand Valley with a 459.75. Kelsey DeJesus uh, from West Florida, 434.50. Michaela Sinkus from Wayne State with a 433.30. Madison Brinkman, they're your three meter champ, finishing up fourth with a 427.90. Amy Crane from Azusa Pacific University with a 422.85 in fifth. Reagan Guevara from McKendry again there, 418.60. JoLynn Harris from Colorado Mesa with a 417.95. And Melina Stout, Stout, I believe, uh, Azusa Pacific, 408.60. Uh, 
Um, in my opinion, very similar to women's three meter. I thought Grayson was just the best one meter diver um, that week. You know, not to say that other people in this event can't give her a run for her money, but that week Grayson was just dialed in on one meter um, and really put it all together in finals there. And it was just a fun women's event to watch. Um, she did a great job of differentiating herself from the field, in my opinion. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, I agree. Grayson, Grayson really showed out. And what Grayson, what I, in my opinion, did better than anybody was get in the water. Her entries were phenomenal, whether she was doing back or reverse one and a half or inward dive. I mean, everything when she hit the water, when she was underwater, it was beautiful. There was no splash. Um, so that was super fun. The other takeaway I had was how much power was on this women's one meter. Uh, Michaela and Amy and JoLynn Harris, they were all, they're all very, very strong. And it was super fun to watch strength from the women's side on the one meter. Uh, it, I was impressed. I walked away. There were a couple of times I'm on the panel and I was on the second row and I had to tip my head up to see the dive. And anytime that happens, it's like, yep, she got up there. She can ride the board. That was super fun to watch. Um, and that's how they differentiated themselves to make the top eight. You know, it's not just all 100% about going in the water with no splash. If you make the judges look up, they're going to reward that. So uh, just to give a shout out one more time uh, to Madison Brinkman was your women's CSCA women's diver of the year. And then Kayla Dieters from St. Cloud State was your women's national diving coach of the year through CSCA. So congratulations, extremely well-deserved. Um, Aaron and I kind of always make the joke of St. Clarion. It's cool to kind of see that continue in Aaron. And it's fun to see is just a, a fellow division two alumni. Um, so now kind of what we're going to touch on just for our listeners to have a better understanding of what we briefly talked about with Madison is the pre-qualification meet. So I'm going to explain it and then I'm going to hand it off to Aaron to kind of maybe cover anything I missed, but also offer maybe a solution. So, so like every other level of nationals, you know, your NCAA division one, two, three, there's a qualifying score. Um, so Aaron will touch on it a little bit later, but just so you have an idea, for, uh, for women on one meter for six dives, it's 255 and 390 for 11 dives. So that's your six dive is 255, 11 dive is 390. For three meter, it's 265 and your 11 dive is 420. I think it's 420. Uh, let me double check that. I should know it. Yeah, 420. For the men's six dive, it's 285 and 440 for six and 11 dives respectively. And for three meter, 295 and 460. So that just gives you a point of reference in terms of what score it takes. Um, and, you know, obviously college gets scored a little bit more um, difficult than your high school scoring. So we do have a lot of kids that will come in in division two and they'll score 300 plus in high school. They come in and they're at 230 really quick. Um, so that's a big culture change, a big expectation change. But so for the men's meet, everything with the scoring, everything with, um, the qualification process kind of works its way out exactly as it should. There were 27 men. Um, so ended up having to have nine cut from the field. Um, and that's a, that's a good number. So you have to be top 18 to make the meet for the men and top 22 for the women. Well, there were 49 women on one meter and 46 on three meter. That's pretty standard over the last, I think, uh, 14, 15 years. 
Um, there's always give or take a few in there. Um, and it's a lot, you know, Madison talked about, it. it's just a lot of diving. And I don't know if it's always the best 22 women that get in because, you know, at a zone meet at an NCAA division one zone meet, I think zone a had 77 women. That's a lot. That's a long day, but they're only doing one event per day. They're not doing multiple events. So when you get to this pre-qualification meet, we started at 10 AM just so our listeners have a timeline in their head. We started at 10 a.m. is when the meet officially started, which means everybody got there well before that to warm up. That meet ran from 10 a.m. I believe Aaron can get me if I'm wrong. I think 1.30 is about when that event ended. There was then a one-hour warm-up, and then we went from 2.30, and the people who finished the event, I don't think we finished until 5, 5.30 in the afternoon. So you're talking about from 10 to 5.30 of competition and or warm-up, that's a long day for those young ladies to be diving. Um, and I don't know if it always gets the best results. And I think a lot of coaches in division two have had ideas and this is probably what Aaron will suggest has probably been an idea at some point, but for some reason it never changes. Um, and to hear an athlete like Maddie say that maybe that needs to get changed a little bit, we're just throwing ideas out there. And maybe if, if any of our listeners have a better idea, send us a message. We can try to uh, get it to the right people and say, Hey, this was a great idea that we heard from someone. And, and, uh, but I'm going to hand it over to Aaron so he can explain kind of what he thought might fix the problem a little bit. Well, yeah. So the, the, the problem in my opinion is there are just too many women that qualify for the pre-qualification meet to get into the national meet. There are just too many women. We mentioned 27 men, you cut down to 18. Okay. 49 women on one meter, we're cutting to 22. So it's more than double the field gets cut. So what I went back and looked at was the scores. Again, we mentioned men's one meter. I'm going to, I'm going to go through this as easy and as painless as I possibly can. The score for one meter for men is 285 for six and 440 for 11. So if I do a little math in my calculator here, if you go 285 on six dives, to get to 440 on 11, you need 155 for your vols. Okay, 155, keep that number in your head, 155 points for your vols, okay? Again, you divide that by five, that's 31 points per vol. That's not outrageous. That's a pretty standard number, kind of low, if I'm being honest, on a couple of dives, okay? 155 is that difference, is that vol score on men's one meter. Okay, now let's go to men's three meter. You go 295 for six and 460 for 11. So that vol score equates to 165. A little bit of a bump for three meter, fine. No big deal, 155, 165. Now for argument's sake, I'm actually gonna start with women's three meter. Okay, women's three meter, six dives is 265 and 11 dives is 420. That's a vol score of 155, okay? So compared to the men, it's 10 points lower on three meter for the vol score. Men was 165, women 155. Okay, I can get on board with that, that's fine. Now, here's where the problem is, is with women's one meter, 11 dive score. The 11 dive score is 390 and the six dive score is 255. 
The difference there for the vol score is 135. In my opinion, the 11 dive score just needs to be higher. Now, the common argument that people will make is, oh, well, then coaches will just score higher. Well, if you make the vol score 155 based on your 255 of the optional score that you would like to see girls qualify with, you're bumping that score up 20 points to 410. So I then again went back to the list of ladies who qualified. And we imagined the score to be 410 instead of 390. It eliminated 15 girls who qualified. So that 49 number of total girls who qualified then goes down to 34. If you're cutting for, to 22 women total from 34, that seems like a whole lot better contest than 49. And again, I'm just rambling. I'm throwing out a whole bunch of numbers here. To me, if you're aiming for an optional score of 255 for a woman on one meter, but then the voluntary score is only 135, I just see that vol score, that target score, I think it needs to be increased to 155. And if you're going to make the argument that that would be the same as the women's three meter voluntary score of 155, I would, I would even bump up the, the, the three meter 11 dive list by 10 points so that the men's scores respectively would match the women's scores. Again, go back and listen. The men's one meter voluntary target score was 155 and the men's three meter target score was 165. My proposal, you raise the women's voluntary score to 155 up from 135. Okay, so a 20 point, in, or 20 point increase for 11 dives from 390 to 410. And then if, if you're upset that the vol score is intended to be the same for women on one and three, I would also raise the three meter 11 dive score by 10 points to 430. So hopefully you all followed that. Um, just trying to think through solutions and how to maybe do a little bit better um, for student athletes. And now I'm not necessarily somebody that would tell you we should be getting student athletes eliminated, but if it will lead to better performances from our student athletes, it's well worth it um, to consider a positive change, um, whether that's going like what D2 and D1, or excuse me, D1 and D3 do where it's a zone or a regional meet. Um, I just don't know if we have the bodies or the qualifying athletes to do that with division two being a little bit smaller. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the other thing I want to just drive home, I'm going to keep pounding this to death. 155 is 31 points per dive on the vols. Okay. Inward dive is a tough 31 points to get. I get that. That's a tough score, but front one and a half pike 33.15. That's, that's only six and a half. Okay. Front one and a half full twist at a 2.2 DD. If you're getting 31 on that, I mean, man, maybe you need to work on the vols a little bit. Yeah. I'm sitting, you know, we, we aim for 45 on front one and a half full. So 31 is kind of like, oh, we got that in the bag. I just think 155 for a five dive voluntary score is more than reasonable. And right now, 135 is just way too low.
Yeah, I, I agree. So um, before we wrap up, just to kind of give you guys things to look forward to for our listeners, um, next week you can probably anticipate a women's and men's Division One National Championship review. Uh, maybe the week after we'll hit Division Three. We want to make sure we get them as well. Um, and then, as Aaron said, we're down here in Moultrie, Georgia, with John Fox at Moss Farms Diving, and it really is like diving heaven. Uh, you just drive up to this facility. It's a world-class facility, um, and it, it is just you, – you won't ever hear us say a bad thing about it. Um, so big thank you to John and Moss Farms for letting us come down and learn from them. Um, we're trying to work on a few other pretty exciting things for people. Um, we'll kind of keep you guys on pins and needles about that one until it's finalized. Um, but we think people will be very, very excited to hear what it is. Um, we can't, we can't forget Tom Gim too. Yes. That's John's right-hand man down here. He is doing a phenomenal job and it's really cool to watch those two work together. They speak the same language. They're coaching the exact same. Obviously they have their different styles and their different, uh, relational type things with the athletes. And it's really fun to see and listen to those slight differences in their delivery, but their message is the same and they are working really hard and it's it's clearly working yep so stay tuned um as aaron usually tells you our email is the diving pod at gmail.com um instagram is the diving pod please check out the link tree uh there are things in there for aaron's company if you go to cowing robards the link is in there there's an online store with shirts and hoodies with three different colors i believe uh, and if you enter the code DivePod at checkout, that will get your shipping paid for by Aaron. So say thank you, please. <laughs> um, but until next week, we will see you next time.